table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. What's going on? Welcome, welcome to the DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA, and we got on the phone lines. Introduce yourself, my man. This is Don of D and DNA. And what do we do? Hey, we bring the facts about sports. And if you don't agree, say so. So, yo, whether you in in studio or on the road, we're gonna be here giving y'all our version of the weeks in, the week in sports. So. What's going on? Tell the folks where you at. Uh, you know, I had to, you know, come up to the Boston greater area for a few days. That's that, that's that, that's that money talk. You know, they don't, they, don't, <laughs> they don't tell you exactly where they at. That's that money talk. <laughs> that, that's that boss language. <laughs> but if you follow us on all hey, our... Uh, huh? Malia, Malia Slicer, Michelle... And Barack said, hey. Oh, okay, okay, see, that's that money talk. That's that money talk. If you follow us on any of the social media's uh, social media platforms, you will see where he truly is, has been in the Boston area. Uh, so let's go ahead and kick it off right now with Major League Baseball. Since so we're talking about where you at in the Boston area, the Red Sox, things of that nature. Um, yeah. Last week was the All-Star break right. in the game, and I uh, – had a, a prediction. You called was, it. You said American League. Well, I, yeah, I called American League, but I called the, the, the score wrong. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even get the total of six. I had 11-6 American League, but I had American League winning, though. Yeah, I had National League, but I didn't I didn't give a score like you did. I, just, I was just hoping that the National League could finally break through, but uh, they didn't. So that's, what, nine straight, right? Yep, yep. Like I yeah. said, they go National League got to get to double digits before they uh before they win another one. I don't know what it oh, is man. about. I don't know what it is about the uh. Well, you know what? National League still believe that they playing without a DH. <laughs> they, <laughs> <laughs> a lot, and you can you can see that. You probably see this. Speaking of, you'll see how the National League teams will move when it comes close to trade that de- trade deadline date. You'll see mm. that. I feel like a lot of them still playing around with. Uh, you know, pitching being being above all, whereas the American League, because of the DH, leans more toward uh, situational pitching and offense. Mm-hmm. Did you agree with Stanton being the MVP? Um, yeah. I mean, who else was going to be right? Three-two game. You always go with the person. Cause I'm not mistaken. Stanton got the. He got the first two. The first yeah. two, yeah. So when you got a one-run game or whatever like that, you always go with the person that produced the most, uh, you know, the most pivotal hits in the game. Right, because it was uh, back-to-back home runs. 
uh, after Stanton's two-run home run, then Buxton hit one, and that was that was all the scoring. Yeah, yeah. It was in the what the first the f- three innings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So no, I, I don't. I don't have a problem with that. It's, it's not like, you know, rarely. I could be wrong, but rarely do you see pitchers win it because they only get an inning and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, right. only thing they can really do is maybe if you strike the side out, but that's going to be usually probably reserved for uh, a. a, a Setup, a, a setup Maybe. guy or whatever, or relief. I remember one in. year. I'm going to find who who's the last pitcher to do it. I remember one year, uh, Pedro won it. Yeah, and he had. I think he he pitched two innings and he struck out mm. five. Did the, did, yeah. the, did, did the goat ever win it? Uh, number forty two, uh, Ron uh, Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Mario Rivera. I don't think so. I don't. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna pull it up right now. You know, like I said, in the last twenty years, like how many pitches do you know that would come in? The, when you w- said the goat forty two, there is only one goat forty two well, now. Hold on, my bad. Oh. My modern day goat forty two. <laughs> modern. My, me. Okay, the last pitcher. <laughs> the last. Oh, actually, you're right. Uh, but the last pitcher to win it was Shane Bieber in 2019. Mariano Rivera did win All Star Game MVP in 2013. Probably his last game. One, you know, his that was his farewell season too, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they set it up. It no, was set so that's, up. I'm not going to say most times if you're going to have a pitcher or a reliever in this case, it's going to be you know one of those things. Can you mention who Pedro too? Uh, Pedro won it. I think it was yeah, it was '99. Uh, no, and he was the last pitcher until Mariano Rivera yeah. and then Shane Bieber. Gotcha. Okay. 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 So you know, but. A well played game, three two. You keep everybody yeah. interested, yeah. like you said, and with the with the uh with the new rules as far as the tie going to the home run derby. I know people kinda wanted to see I a did. three three. I, did. I really did, I ain't gonna lie. When it got it had it been like you were predicting a kind of a blowout, I get it. But when it came close, I was like, Okay, oh, yeah. come on, tie this thing up and let's see let's just see what happens because at that point the the uh managers had already designated the three players that would come up and get three swings to see what happens. Yeah. So so now, nah, I mean I I I was way off obviously with the with the with the score prediction, but you know, because it was three two, yeah, you did watch it all the way to the end and you had two reasons. You want to either see whoever's down, you want to see either tie and win and want to walk off. That's always exciting. Or mm-hmm. you want to see, yeah, tie it up, then you want to see if the if you can hold off from you know a walk off knowing that okay it's going to go to this first time ever you know one swing of the bat type of scenario so baseball kind of did it kind of worked out to see how you can keep the fans attention late into a game yeah almost like uh what they do in the basketball um the tbt you know uh, the elam ending. the elam yeah elon ending so you know it works I, I did like the tribute to Jackie Robinson before the game by Denzel, but that was almost like goosebumps. And then uh, all the players showing respect for Jackie Robinson. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it was overall a good night for baseball. Not bad at all. I, from a from a selfish standpoint, I got, I'm glad the Braves had a bad night. You know, I'm glad nobody <laughs> overextended themselves. I'm glad uh, – um, he was out in the first round, wasn't he? Um, 
Acuna? Yeah, yeah. Acuna. Out in the first round. Good to go. You know what I mean? I don't... <laughs> I, he probably just oh, called the because they derby. needed a body. They needed a body to participate. <laughs> in, the, in, in, in the home run derby. So, um, we a week after the All-Star. We got games that have already gone. Series sets have already been played. Yeah. Oh, speaking of – oh, yeah, with the home run derby, um, we both had um, – uh, I just lost his name now. Winning it from the, Soto, Soto, from Soto, National. correct? Yeah, yeah we both Juan had him. Soto. Yep. But you were right. Albert Pujols did good in the first time. Oh man, I told had you. a little pop still left in his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, there's it's, some it's, controversy with that. The the, the the home runs. Well, right, right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> home, home runs all about stamina. So he got the first. You know, the first round. I I, I was with him. It's it's that second and third round where you got to still you know be able to drive the ball where he was going to struggle because he's 55 years old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't do that old man like that. He still got it. So I hear Brett Favre trying to see if I still, still got, got it. it. Got it. <laughs> One round. You got that Bernie Mac. You better get yours because I'm going to get mine. My... <laughs> <laughs> For the adults in the room, I apologize. For the... <laughs> so, yeah, so all-Stars done. Like I said before, uh, we got the first week after the All-Star, basically a wrap. And right out the box, uh, two, well, all the powerhouses have showed up. Astros uh, did quick work of the Mariners. Yeah. So Mariners coming off a 14-game winning streak. Probably didn't want to see All-Star, but had to. Um, right. And then immediately starts their um, – Starts their, uh, I think they have one of the toughest uh, second half of the season. So they start mm-hmm. off immediately 0-3. I want to say Yankees split their series with the Orioles. Yeah. Um, so now the Astros are two and a half back of the Yankees. And we keep everybody keeps talking about the Yankees and the 27 Yankees and winning, what, 100 and. 20-some odd uh, games. 120-some games, yeah. They're on pace for that, but. Astros is two and a half back. Well, the the I thought the record. Nah, oh, I talking about when the 27, 27 Yankees won like one hundred and thirteen games, uh, one hundred and fourteen games, something stupid like that. They were one hundred and ten, forty four and one, so they had ties back then. <laughs> but uh, that was like that was on a hundred and fifty five game schedule. Okay. Well, they just keep on saying that's the pace that these Yankees are. They they only compare the Yankees to other Yankees. They don't <laughs> they don't right. never compare yeah. it to nobody else. But we talk about the Yankees and their, you know, how hot they've been, and you forget that the Astros are just two and a half games back. And before we went into All Star, I don't think we talked about this last week, Don. I, I didn't realize the Astros had swept the Yankees before the All Star break. No, I didn't realize that. So you know, or if they didn't sweep them, one, two out of the three, something like something of that nature. So, um, uh, yeah, but they're right there though. They they're only a game and a half back, so it. it it's, anything can happen at this point. But, I mean, Judge seems like he's in a home run every third day at this point. That's good. That works in that ballpark. It ain't going to work in Houston. <laughs> no. Nah. Unless you Solaire. It's 50, yeah, yeah. It's 50 feet longer <laughs> down that left. <laughs> the the down shot that short, around the world. Down that, shot, <laughs> down that short track that's <laughs> that's in, um, in the Yankee Stadium. Then the National League, listen, it's six teams, right? Uh... We'll start with the home team. Started off good news. I mean, came out the box, handled the Angels. 
two mm-hmm. out of three games or three out of four. I forgot that series long. Lost the last one though. Um, uh, yesterday, like nine to one, but handle business coming out the box. Um, Dodgers doing the same. Uh, Milwaukee's doing the same. Um, and the Padres been helping us out, keeping the Mets right close. Because it was <laughs> they what, a half, a a half a, they were what half a game back. Yes, Would have tied yesterday. yesterday if they won yesterday. Right, would have right, tied okay, for right. now, it's, yeah. a, it's a game and a half. Game yeah. and a half, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I would have been so much. You know, y'all keep on saying the Mets go to Met, right? They met me. They met. Right. They met. <laughs> they met right but now. A, but as, I feel like as long as they keep a game, two games ahead of the Braves, the pressure's there, but not. Imagine coming out of this weekend after the All Star and only being up half a game. They might. Yeah. They might send the Grom to the up from the uh, minors immediately, arm um, healthy or not. So. Yeah, but when you look at the Braves, they lost Adam Duvall for the rest of the season because of his wrist. Now you know they're going for a bat now. We talked about this last week, right? Right. You want to go for a pitcher, and I say go for a bat. Their hands is forced now. You got got to replace him. You got to replace him with a bat. um, Right, yeah. We'll see what trade deadline is, what, next 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 Friday? Next Friday? Friday? Not this Friday, but next Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me check because I know it's not July thirty first as we all. Do. So it's uh, the second. So that's August. Okay. So is that Monday? Yes, yeah, oh, so not this. In here. <laughs> so yeah. So next, next Monday. Next Monday is the trade deadline. Okay. So next Monday okay. or Tuesday. Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Tuesday. So we see what the front office can make magic like they did last year. They made everything they touched last year at before trade deadline. Uh, it was the reason why they won a World Series last year. <laughs> um, so let's see if they can make make the same happen um, this year. Um, are they? I, I didn't look this up before we got before we got here. Are they due to get anybody back? Because I know they had someone missing from outfield. So Soroka is the only one that's supposed yeah. to schedule. That's the yeah, pitching. That's, that's pitching. Okay. So that's the only one I can remember offhand right now. That's scheduled to come back in in time for the playoff push. Okay. So yeah. So I don't know. I mean. They made they made several moves last season, right? So I mean, bringing in bringing in Jock, yeah, brought in Duvall, Duvall, yeah, Solaire, uh, all those are bats though, because they had a pitch, they had pitching come back. Yeah, the, well, it, it's it's the same situation. Man. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see, but can only go by trust. Like you see, if the Mets go to Met, they should be okay. Yep. It's it's but. <clears throat> My whole thing is you got to still compete with the Dodgers, with the Padres, um, and with uh, Milwaukee. But you say you're not worrying about Milwaukee, Don. I understand. No. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. And, until they finally step up and win a series, and not just win a series, they need to win a game or two. They always getting swept. Yeah. So, I, I, I get it. I get it there. Um not really, like I said, for the for the Braves, I'm not really worrying about anybody other than, you know, obviously the Mets because the top of the rotation, the Dodgers because they just through and through got bats in the kitchen, and then uh, the Padres worry me. They asleep really? Giant. Um, I mean, I guess when you think of the Padres, you think about you know. Their bats. You don't think about their pitching. So I can, I can understand why you feel like they could be a sleeping giant. 
Well, I mean, because if Snell, if they give Snell run support, <laughs> uh, you know, if he winds mm-hmm. up showing up like he did in the playoffs for the Tampa Bay Rays two years ago, um, you know, with that, with those, with those young bats, like I said, they're sleeping giants. I don't think they know how good they are, but they haven't seen how good they are. So, um, always worried about talent and you know getting hot at the right time, i.e., like the Braves did last year. But yeah, that's true. Um, looking at the um, Baseball Hall of Fame, of course, the only big name was Big Poppy, uh, David Ortiz. Um, outside of that, it, what was it? Um, um, Oliva, Cat, um, Buck O'Neill, Tony Oliva, Jim Cat, Buck O'Neill, um, Bud Fowler. It was, Gil you know, some who had already passed away. Correct, yeah. So basically it was David Ortiz Day Yeah. for the most part. And we had talked about this before. What, what are you going to do when you have so many people tied to steroids? Not saying that all of them used it. But you have so many people tied to the steroids and the steroid era, you're going to have to start putting these older guys who probably wouldn't have gotten in into the Hall of Fame just to have people there in attendance. So you don't have, like, what was it, three years ago when nobody got in? You can't continue to have that year after year. Or having one person like this year could have been just David Ortiz. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know. You tip your hat to those that got in post-hominis, right? But you all mm-hmm. know good and well those none of those uh, two of two of those guys wouldn't have got in if you didn't have the steroids there. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's the thing now. Like, I think they're so it's so weird. I and I, I, it's weird that it's not enough brought up about it. Is that with the steroid era guys, or you know, someone who's associated with it, uh, alleged like Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens. Um, the guy who oversaw all of that, Bud Selig is in the Hall of Fame for for what? What, what he did he brought baseball back? What did he do? What did he do? He brought baseball. And back. how did it come back? Yep, because yep. of the needle. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the needle. So I um, know yep. I, I it's I don't know how they retire the writers because this is this is this is a writer's problem. This is not a fan base problem. The general yeah. public right. don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the players don't care to the degree as as long as you point out that these guys were cheating, then they would be happy with that. So this is strictly just a writer's prerogative that they're holding against these guys, and most of it is personal. You know, Barry Bonds was a jerk to a no, lot of he these was guys. to the media. He really was to the media, you though. Know, um, Clemens late in his late in his career, but most so after, has been a jerk to baseball itself. You know, maybe for political reasons, but he's been a jerk. So people are holding that against him. It's personal. Is is they haven't separated the numbers um, from the from the guy's personality. So, but uh, and, but to, and well, I wanted to add like there's also okay if you have to get seventy five percent of the vote, right? Um, Bonds got 66%. Clemens got 65%. Or David Ortiz got in at 77.9%. Mm-hmm. But the other the guys after him, I don't I mean, you you would think that if you hear somebody's name, whether you would you would know, you know, about how they played if they're a Hall of Famer or not. But with some of the guys on the list, I don't know if they'll ever 
get the 75% because the mm-hmm. numbers won't change. Uh, it will have to be the voters change. Yeah. Because if the next one that isn't the next, the highest vote, the highest voting percentage that would be on the ballot next year is Scott Rowland. Is he a Hall of Famer? No. And after him is Todd Helton. These are no. all these are all guys that obviously played in the era we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, we know them. And for, they play well. They yeah. play well. But if I have to ask myself, should he or should it should be a, a yes or no. It should be like, well, let me go look at this. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be, let me see how many home runs. Let me see how many is on base percentage, how many hits, how many steals. You should never have to go to a player's stats. Well, when you say that fillers. person's name, it should be a yes or or no. Or no. Right, yeah. But those those guys should be fillers, right? Scott Rollins, who's the other guy you mentioned? Todd Helton. They should be fillers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 10 years from now, the same way we did the post-hominous guys, those guys, Scott Rowland, those should, should get in 10, 15 years from now. But now After these guys are dead? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, I, I figure in 10 years, those guys still be alive. They'd be... Sixty-seven, seventy. Mm, hey, ain't nothing guaranteed. But then there, there's some, there's some that you know they're, they're kind of, they're still on. Like Bonds and Clemens were still on the ballot despite the steroid allegations. And there are some other guys to where the numbers should say that they're Hall of Famers, but just because of they were, if they were mentioned in the Mitchell report at all, they're gone. They they're not gonna get the votes like someone like Gary Sheffield. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always looked at it as like if they get any of the magic numbers offensively, five hundred home runs yeah. or three thousand hits. But he played. They should right, get in. Right, but he played for the yeah. Yankees. Chef, he fit, he hit five hundred home runs. <laughs> he he won a couple batting right. titles. Yeah, but yep. he's mm-hmm. not. He's and he has two. He has three rings too, right? He has at least. At, I know well, you got one tomorrow. One. He's got one. He was on that Marlins. Got one. Just the one tomorrow. He didn't get one with the Yankees. No. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay, I thought he got one with the Yankees too. Okay. Uh, and then another one. Well, A Rod, he's. Hey, but A Rod's been so. You, but you got guys like A Rod who's been on steroids. A Rod right, should be sitting. A Rod should be sitting <laughs> next to Pete Rose. A Rod, but see, A Rod has he still. He this was his first year on the ballot though. So we got nine right. more years. Of should A Rod be in the Hall of Fame? You know what, A Rod might, you know, might make the Hall of Fame because he's, he's well liked. He's well liked now. He's now, old. right now, now he. And he is. was in a he was in a commercial with Randy Johnson and David Ortiz and someone else. I'm like, he's the only one of the. It was Pedro. Pedro Ortiz. <laughs> he's not in the Hall of Fame, but all the, the other three are. Yeah. But he's yeah. the, but he's the only one. Again, he wasn't a jerk to the media. Man, matter of fact, he's part of the media now. That's what's helping him is he's part of the media now. This is this is going to so be a long-term be, project for him to get to the Hall of Fame then. He, hey, I believe he gets in in year eight. Or nine. Maybe he's the, if he yeah. gets in, if he gets in not eight years from now, year nine, mm-hmm. then he might be the mm-hmm. – he, he opens the door for the rest of them. He, he opens the door for everybody, he, yeah. He'll be the Rosa Park. You get everybody – or not Rosa. Oh, man, don't do that. Don't Harriet, do that. Harriet Tubman. You bring all the steroid boys. <laughs> Dang. And there are some others like Manny Ramirez. I don't know why. It, 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 is, does he have steroid allegations too? Yes. Yes. Yep. He did. Uh, and he, uh, well, but yeah. also, and he also wasn't nice to the media. I think he was. Not, he just didn't answer the questions the way they wanted to. He was the. He was the. Uh, 
beast mode. See? Before, you know what I mean? He was the beast mode of baseball. He was... What's the other... Well, hey, look. All right. So, I know we're on this side of the media. I I know we're on this side of the media line, but I I can't blame some of the players when you look with... uh, was it Nick Castanellas when the reporter asked him about did he hear the booze from the fans? Like, I mean, come uh, on. And then he went back at him. It was like, yeah. that's a stupid question. But, again, sometimes some of the media have very stupid questions. But those, And so you, you can't expect a player not to react a certain way. Who, who, who's the guy that Dion poured, uh, poured the uh, Gatorade um, on? Um, uh, Tim McCormick. Um, Tim McCormick, yeah. He, he was a jerk his whole career, too. He was a jerk, right. Like, that's yeah, not, yeah. you know, like, there are certain guys in the media who are jerks, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they, and right. they, players took it right back to them as well. So I just I just feel like you're going to. But he said, you're, you're a real man, Dion. Yeah. You're a real man. <laughs> they won a championship. Come in there with your, with your goggles on. Let's not even. <laughs> why are you in here without your rain, your raincoat? Um, I just I feel like. Some of those guys are going to have to fall off, and you're going to have to get young bloods on the on the writing side. Um, and and I, I think I don't know if Rose can change about like how you look at the players, but with with some of these players that are alleged, like Manny Ramirez, I see that he was actually suspended uh, for mm-hmm. illegal substances, but have some proof of some of these other players. Um, Barry Bonds actually never failed a test. Yeah. Body just uh, changed. Yeah. Turned into Dave Chappelle. Went from His head to got big. bigger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he, here's, here, here's, the, here's the only other thing, and I'm done. I'm going to use your uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your, your, your line of argument away from you real quick and use it for my own. I'm waiting for someone to come up and say how many pitchers were on it mm-hmm. during the course. And – if you can prove how many pitchers or not even or or you know unfortunately you might get hit with a whole bunch of defamation but if you can prove or have someone you know silently be like hey i know for a fact 25 guys 30 guys at some point in and out of the pitching rotation rotation were on steroids um at some point or another so at your time doing these five six years where you allegedly were on it you're 20% of your at-bats were going against someone who was on steroids as well. Yeah. You know, if that somehow could be, could be maybe not proven, but the argument now is put out there to where, yes. you know, because we don't never hear that pushback about. But And that's the thing. How many times have I said, what about that pitcher that had a 3.80 earn run errors? Now they're down to 2.80. Yeah, it's a little high. It's not going to, you know. But that's a huge difference, but nobody's paying any attention because it's not under two. Yeah, or well, he's a reliever, so he goes from four Yeah, goes so to it's three. not a big deal. Or, again, how about the batter who was only batting 225, now he's batting 275. You know, yeah. it's not over 300, so it doesn't draw a lot of attention, but he's greatly improved himself from using steroids. Or oh, it, it made his career longer. You know, Yeah, so made a pitch, career, right, right. Yeah, that, that, that pitcher probably would have been out of the league at with an ERA over three, close to four, he would have been back down to the minors. But with an ERA hovering at three or right below mm-hmm. at two ninety nine, right he's now a, a setup guy for the next three years. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, 
And if he's a setup guy, then that means he's going against these alleged hitters. So it's the playing field is even now. It's even. I don't know why we just don't have from here to here with the steroid era and these are the players that's in it. Yeah. It's like going, because going baseball to the museum. profited off of it. Yeah. yeah. Like going to the museum and looking at dinosaurs. <laughs> we ain't never seen one, but we got skeletons and bones. So you know what? They got their own little section to themselves. And, you know, you, you move on with life. I don't know what it is, but baseball is just willing to die on this sword, literally to the point where they have some years and have had some years in which they haven't had anybody to put into the Hall of Fame. I, I, yeah. You mean, you know. I feel like because of this is the reason why they decided to go back and add the Negro Hall of Fame numbers. <laughs> like, there's been certain things they've done because they don't have. Because yeah. if it's all, if it's been all about the numbers, yeah, then you got yeah they they have to do something like that. We got we they have to they're trying to avoid having a year where no one gets in or it's just one player. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, the, outside of the Golden Era Committee. Or um, any of these other, the early there's the early baseball era committee, and then the golden days era committee. Um, to have more players get in just on the vote of the writers, yeah, and not and right. not these other committees. I mean that's that's fine, but we need we want more than one guy. Yeah, it's it's well like I said we gonna put we gonna every it's crazy now everything's gonna lie on a rod getting in. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> and I think once he if he gets um, in, then that, opens, that opens the floodgates for everybody else. Oh, I don't I, know. That's tricky. I I don't know because there uh, there he has the numbers, of course. But then it's like the other players who don't have as much or as far as the numbers, like Jeff Kent. He, I'm just looking at guys who are also on the ballot. He got 32.7 percent of the vote. This is his ninth year on the ballot. He ain't jumping up to seventy-five by no. next year, no, because the, it's that's what makes it weird. Because the numbers don't change, and, and A is going to be the last hope for all these guys, or you're going to have to wait a whole decade and a half for guys like for these guys now to retire. Like, but that's the thing, though. Like, Bond should have been in, though, right? Like, you saw his trajectory when he was in Pittsburgh. He was a Hall of Fame. Long Just before off his Pittsburgh he numbers. started, yes. Yes. he's all of it. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm asking you right. right now: who, who, who are the guys right now in the next? You know, who are the guys right now that are first first ballot Hall of Famers? Shorter, Bonds. Uh, oh, that are playing. Yeah. That are playing. That are playing. Act, active players. Yeah. That well, won't. Yeah. Be, there's a war machine that won't be playing say in the next ten years. Yeah. Got the war machine. Uh, war uh, machine. Mike Trout. You got Scherzer, Scherzer, Verlander, Scherzer. the Grom. Ver, the, yeah, you, yeah, you can put him. Yeah, in there. I mean the Grom, he gonna he gonna come out of here with a with a with a career earn run average under one and a half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you saw where the Grom's rehab got uh, a setback. Yeah. So that's good news for the break. I mean. You don't wish anybody to be hurt, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but that is good news for the Braves because now it'll probably be another month or two before he comes back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Degrom is on there. Well, I, Bryce Harper will probably still be playing in ten years because he, he <laughs> won't even be he won't even be like thirty seven yet. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he might still, but you know, who knows? Maybe an injury or whatever. Like I said, we're not wishing this, but in ten years, possibly he might not be. You um, know, 
Stanton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, uh, I'm thinking about Pujols. Houston. Pujols. Well, Pujols. Yeah, Pujols. Yeah, Pujols. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll be, yeah, he this is last year now. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So, oh, Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera, his last, yeah, his last year, Miggy. this year, next year. Yeah, Miggy will get in. Um, yeah. Anybody from your Cubs? Um, no. Uh-uh. Lester? Well, no, he's retired. He's retired. He's already. retired. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a solid career, but not Hall of Fame worthy, no. Kershaw? Yeah, Kershaw could yeah, be done in because yeah, yeah. he already had multiple surgeries or whatever, so he could be done in two years. So it's a lot of pitches to me in the next five years that might be done and then will be on that first ballot Hall of Fame. So if they can stretch this out, maybe you don't have to worry about the because then you'll have a whole new crop of this generation guys retiring. And so then, it could be this thin over the next 10 years. I say the next seven for sure. That's that's yeah, it's gonna be tough. I mean, because like I said, like if the the highest vote getter who will be eligible next year is Scott Rowland, uh, and then Todd Helton, that will be huge percentage jumps for them. Yeah. I'm just playing. I'm I'm playing devil advocate to yours. Your what you're saying, uh, Greg. So if this is what they're going to do as far as stretching it out then how long they got to stretch it out. So now you got to look at current players yeah. who are on the edge of retiring or will be retired in the next 10 years. So it's going to be thin. Yep. Yeah. Until these guys retire, which some of these will retire to me, part retire, especially the pitchers will be retired in the next five years for sure. And then they will be up for for eligibility by the time we get to A-Rod. By the end of his nine, <laughs> nine year. Yeah. Yeah. This was just year one. And then you can go on about life like it never happened. Because then you then you have a new supply of definitely Hall of Fame guys with no baggage, no backgrounds, none of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that might be the game plan. Because uh, we didn't have, what, any Hall of Famers two years ago? Yep. I think, Yeah. So that just to me, that just might be might be their game plan. If they're gonna try to see how long they can before oh, uh, last year, they didn't have none last year. There was none last, last year. year, last year, last year. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they go every other year without somebody. <laughs> Kurt Schilling was the closest, <laughs> and then he dropped. <laughs> the next year, yeah. he dropped by like thirteen percent. Yeah, they'll go every. They'll go every because he said something stupid. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> I think that was doing the you know the, the forty five era. So he came yeah. out and said something <laughs> stupid. And... Well, he he said something recently about Brittany Griner too. I want to say, but you know it, it is now. what he, it is. You don't care now, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Now it's he's he doesn't have a chance now. Yeah. So, but so yeah, maybe every other year they don't have anybody going. So they every two years they build up. And up. also, I think the the those magic numbers would have to change too. Um, because if pitchers aren't going, you're not, you don't see as many like 20 game winners Correct. like you did then. So the magic number for pitchers and wins was 300. Yeah. Now it might be 250. Now, yeah. Yeah. Two, yeah. Might be 200. 200 might yeah. be 200 now. Yeah. Um, maybe the home runs might be the same. Maybe like 450 might be a magic number. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the home runs still stay the same because the only reason why, I mean, the home runs, you just had guys. For those four or five years that were hitting sixty every year, that's come back down to forty-five, being a high being a high water mark. So um, home runs, th- that number doesn't matter. 
Um, I mean, when I say it doesn't matter, like they're not going to change that. Five hundred will still be the. Will still be. Well, it should be. Should still be. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hallow ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I um, just want to see Otani go in as a pitcher. And as a batter, <laughs> that's, that's how, how he's gonna ask to get paid in another year and a half. <laughs> like, y'all giving out, y'all giving out fifteen years, four hundred and forty million for just a hitter. I can do both. <laughs> right. I mean, he did get touched up by the Braves last week, yeah. I mean, but he had what in the sixth inning? Pitched, what seven? Right. I'm about to say he pitched six, seven innings. Yeah, basically, probably should have pulled him and went to the uh, went to the middle relief. But I yeah, mean, that was. Is his agent Scott Boris? I feel like Scott Boris, he'll do everything he can to try to get you a mil- a billion. Yeah. A billion. Well, he got to, if, if it is, he got to, then that's the case next season. Be like, listen, only thing you're going to do is hitting or pitching. You ain't doing both. Why Nothing. not when you have such a huge advantage, though? I ain't trying to get hurt. <laughs> but it's guaranteed money. Uh, well, uh, until no, until, until he you, gets until that money. Get, oh, you talking about until he gets that money? Until he gets it. Pre right, sign right, right. the check. All right, listen, right, yeah, right. After right. I sign the check, I don't care what you want to do. It ain't for my head. Doesn't matter. But until then, I'm saving my elbow. I'm doing one or the other next year. If I'm here. Well, he's ar- he's already had the Tommy John. Oh, okay. So that, mm. if, he, if you have that, you don't have to do it again. Again, so we'll see. I don't know. Maybe. Well. We'll see. But that's that's a whole other discussion. But before. even even with that, I, I agree. He should only do half his job. Half his job <laughs> next year. <laughs> next year until he gets Yo, paid. <laughs> you want that man? Hey, you want that man to be lazy? Come no, in. No, no, no. I want him to do. I want him to. Uh, what they say? Uh, under under underbid and overperform. Yeah. Um, yeah. Under deliver and. Uh, no, under promise and over deliver. Yeah, yeah, right, Which right, right. I right. hate that because that means if you could have gave me a hundred to begin with, <laughs> you cheated me. If he's just hitting and he gives you fifty home runs, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like that's the special thing. Like only doing half his job is giving you fifty home runs. Yeah, yeah. It's only being halfway. <laughs> So, you know. Hey, you saw what Juan Santo did in the home run derby again. So he like four four hundred forty million. Let me go win this home run derby. I want five. I want five forty now. But apparently they were being petty though because they didn't they didn't get him a plane to L A to be in the home run derby. He had to fly coach. 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 <laughs> he should have just, just stayed in L A because the Dodgers gonna get him. <laughs> he should have just stayed out there. No problem. Well, it's time. We got to take a break. Got to pay some bills. We come back. But keep the steroids in mind because we got something similar in the next segment. DNA Sports Talk on WWE 1100. Be right back. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter, DNA Sports Talk on Instagram, DNA Sports Talk on Facebook, DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website www.dnasportstalk.com. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs, 
and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Military dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs. Yet when they retire, they're too often left overseas. American Humane brings these heroes home and back with their handlers. To help, visit AmericanHumane.org. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Yo, this is DNA Sports Talk. We're back. This is Ace of the A and DNA. This is Don at DNA. We bring the facts about sports. And if you don't agree, say so. So we finished up our first segment. If you're just now tuning in, we talked about Major League Baseball first week after All-Star. Once again, recap, American League won it 3-2. Makes it eight straight, nine straight. So nine straight, yeah. So they're going for the the one zero next year. So we see the National League can avoid uh, probably what the third double digit streak in the last forty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the All Star game against the Nationals, against the National League and American League. So speaking of, we got we talking about uh, steroids in the Hall of Fame. NASCAR has something similar happen down mm-hmm. out there in Pocono. You know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Joe Gibbs. Man, hey. hey, that's your boy. Yo boy. I'm, so, I'm surprised boy. you wanted to go to this so fast. Hey, listen, listen. We're going to get it up out of there. I'm Eminem, baby, before you can start, before you can start shooting fires eight at mile. me. We go eight mile. We're going to take our heat right now. <laughs> hey, through the mic and said, now tell me something they don't already hey, know. No. <laughs> so not only the driver number one, which I think was Hamlin, Hamlin, right, yep. Driver number two. (laughs) 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 Was also Joe Gibbs racing. Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. So, you know what, though? Everybody, like, it's Kyle that we don't like right over the Kirk. Kyle. They don't like Kyle. So, so everybody was cheering when that happened. Yeah, 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 that ain't no big deal. (laughs) Ain't no big deal, whatever. You know, but we like Hamlin. But, um, but yeah, so Joe, Joe, Joe Gibbs racing came in one and two out in Pocono over the weekend. If you don't know, after every race, they take the cars in. They uh, the top five cars always go through a, a inspection check, mm-hmm. and then I think right, they, do, right. they really maybe take a couple other cars or whatever. But the top five always go through a uh, more in detail uh, mm-hmm. inspection after after a, a race. And so they found. Um, I was listening. It's 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 the equivalent of putting a tape over your front grill. So, um, which I guess causes some aerodynamics, which causes you to be able to, you know, go just a little bit faster. Um, Correct. Or, or if you have um, damage to your car, if you don't have tape over it, then it slows you down. Slows you down. So So it's a fuel efficiency. Then it becomes a fuel efficiency Mm. thing. So maybe you don't have to stop and get gas or, you know, fill up. Uh, as often as somebody else, which keeps you higher up in the standings during the race. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, now the one thing I will say that's good about this is it happened to both cars. So it's not like it would be one thing if one car was done and the other car wasn't in the Joe Gibbs racing. But maybe this is a thing. You know, it's almost like you know what when you get in trouble, 
you might as well lie about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Don't lie about one thing. Lie about right. it all. Just go ahead and lie. Just get your punishment done and, with. And so you can be like, you know what? I didn't know, and I, that's my story, and I'm going to stick to it. And, you know, yeah, get my punishment and be done with it. Whereas if you if they did one card and didn't do the other, then it would be like, you know what? Then you then you knew you were doing something that wasn't right because why mm-hmm. wouldn't you have done this car under the same garage, you know, same same mechanics for the for for better or less to call them that. Right. And they can it says they can appeal. They're not gonna appeal though. They've decided the appeal was up until I think today at yeah, twelve correct, noon right. or three o'clock or whatever. Oh, yeah, this, this is this is from yesterday. And they oh, decided yeah. not, they decided not to appeal. Now I feel like they decided not to appeal because Joe Joe Gibbs racing for the year has probably some of the or up there as far as the most wins this year. So And mm-hmm. this was a very the first time since 1960 That's that a winner was disqualified. Disqualified, yeah. Well, yeah. twice in the same. It's like lightning happening, <laughs> hitting you twice in the same day. Yeah. Because one and two. <laughs> but that was the thing. Hamlin led like the last 20 laps, and then um, Kyle Busch was led like uh, a, qu- a third of the entire race. So, like, they were literally having great days one and two. Yeah. And then eight hours later, get the phone call. Not even eight hours before the evening was up. Yeah, correct. <laughs> so now Which the hometown, Chase Elliott, the, the hometown, hometown gets yeah. his. Uh, this is his third win in like five weeks. Uh, I think so. I know it's his fourth win of the year, at least. Yeah, and he never led a Which lap. Is, and his yeah. car was Which is good. That's good for the other drivers who still need to get in. Yeah, so that's what I was telling Greg. I, now my my conspiracy hat comes on. Like, I feel like NASCAR doesn't want to wind up having no seat at the table, and I don't think they want to get into the whole points scenario at the end of the year. Um, now I don't know if this would have been Hamlin's first win of the season. Uh no, I don't think so. Let me check. I don't. Uh, no, I, I think it would have been his before. third. It would have been his, his third. third. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. It yeah, yeah. So that that series out out the out the window. Then, then they just you know mm-hmm. then NASCAR just doing their job. Now they have said that they were being a whole lot stricter this year in reference to modifications or things that you do to the um to your to your car. I wonder now all eyes are going to be on Joe Gibbs racing if they don't win another race this season. If people start mm-hmm. looking at the previous races and we're like, you know what? Were you doing something then that you're not doing now since you got caught? But I would assume if, you know, you're being checked, if you're a top five uh, car and your car is winning and, you know, you're being checked or being inspected, um, why wouldn't you have gotten caught, you know, beforehand? Uh, I just I just feel like this is just something that um, it's, it's a one-off, you know what I mean? So, um, but now I'm biased because Joe gives my boy. But uh, see, see, I, hey, I put my biases out there. I'm biased, Joe gives my boy, you know. Uh, but I wonder how the other uh, other race racing teams are now going to look at them the remainder of this season, especially if they don't win or continue to place place high um, in 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 seedings the rest of the season. We got what you six, know how you know how they're going to look at them. They're going to look at them as they were cheating all along, and they just happen to get caught at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I'm Joe Gibbs racing, I come out, let's go ahead and bash him. Let's go and just. There are five races left. 
before the playoffs. Before the playoffs. And how many how many spots available? Still just three? Two. 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 Two spots. Which you still would have had two spots after this because Hamlin had one before. Um Mm-hmm. You know, so that so that that and Kyle, and Kyle Bush had one before, before too. Yeah, so um, mm, I just hey, what we say though, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I you ain't that, trying. I yeah, think, I think they pushed the pushed the envelope and and got caught. Cause the, cause now I don't know what this is, but they were like what what was covering up one of the grills or is like a twelfth of a was a twelfth of whatever too much, right. So it's like razor thin, you know. Um, it's, it wasn't something so, you know. Right. The common person like me and you would be like, what? For real? Yeah. That doesn't do anything. Like, you know, but obviously in their sport. And they, they have it, put out a statement, David, just apologizing. A bit. Oh, they, mm. uh, they put out a statement apologizing. Okay, so it says that the extra layers of vinyl were found under the wrap of the car. Yeah. And that modified the area of the lower nose on each car. Yeah. Again, I just think they did it, they did it for both. That's, they, they pushed the limit, and they got caught. What's the advantage of that? Though? Again, I think... Is it, if it's aerodynamics, it, it's fuel, fuel drafting, yeah. um, your speed. So yeah, it, it's all, that's all it takes. It's just a small modification. So if you don't gotta, if you if if you don't have to go and get gas as much as the next guy, because whenever you go into the pit stop, that's why it's so important for you to pit speed, get in and get out because you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose your position that you already had, or if you do lose your position, you don't want to go from say second to to fourth. You want to go from second to third. Um, you know, so now if I don't got to go into pit row for gas, then I mainly I don't, don't got to go into pit row for tires either. If one I got, lap if, makes a difference. If I got less one, drag, all it takes is one lap. If I got less drag, I'm just gonna do simple science. I'm no, you know what I mean. If you got less drag, there's less fuel. That's left. That's less. Wear and tear on your tires, depending on the temperature of the day as well. So yeah, one lap is all it takes. And obviously, this was helping both these cars because they both came from Joe Gibbs Racing. Now it might mm-hmm. be you know, if it was Joe Gibbs Racing and 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 um somebody who's the other one, Motorsports, um, Hendricks, Hendricks, Hendrick. Then maybe you say you know what, there's a confusion about what's going on with how mm-hmm. teams put their cars together, and they might need to relook at some of the rule books but with it being one team only they push the envelope <laughs> that's how the washington uh commanders do you know hey they, they we the, we the evil, <laughs> what's the uh uh commanders uh gi joe what's the slogan for uh death row i mean a death row uh death row <laughs> what was the what was the evil guy's name for um snake eyes Snake Eyes. No, no. Uh, was it Snake Eyes? No. Yeah. What was Commander? Or Cobra. 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 I didn't watch G.I. Joe as a kid. I don't know. <laughs> now I, gotta go, now I ain't going to have to have me go back. That's going to be the Washington Commander's nickname anyway. Cobra Commander? Cobra Commander. <laughs> Not the Commodores? Some people call it. That. <laughs> well, that is, it is Chocolate City. said that Commodore. Wow. <laughs> it is. I saw so many photoshops of like Lionel Richie with the big afro on the helmet. 
Hey, listen. Wow. That's, that's, that's the reason why they could have went any other way. These jokers went commanders. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so is what it is. Elliot got his what fourth win of the of the year. Yeah. Um so mm-hmm. having a yep. strong season. Where where are they at next week? They are in They are in Indianapolis. It's the Indianapolis Road Course. Okay. Yeah. And that's also. Oh. Is that going to be the same week? The same week as the five hundred? Or. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. That's a different week. Okay. But um, when you said road course, uh, Bubba was up in Chicago, um, earlier this week to announce that instead of being um, at Chicago Land next year, uh, July Fourth weekend. They're going to do a street course uh, in downtown Chicago. It'll pass by uh, Grant Park and like right before Soldier Field and come down uh, Michigan Avenue. Oh, so they're so, going to do something more similar to Formula One? Yes. But like they did in Miami this year when Formula One was in Miami and they went um, near the Hard Rock Stadium. Yes. Doing the, around the streets. They, uh, they're going to do that in Chicago July. Third, I think, is the exact date. Oh, that's that should be real good. Yeah, that that'll be different. Of course, you know, purists are upset because they just want to see them go left. Let's just be honest. But NASCAR is trying to appeal to different demographics. They're trying to get younger. They're trying to trying you know appeal to those trying to expand um, their base. Expand their base, right? Their viewing base. So. What what better way than to do it in Chicago? Um, I mean, if you know anything about Chicago, that's during the Taste of Chicago every year. So you're already going to have people in town. Here's a way to try and go to sport and have more eyes on it. Yeah, and it's only one race. I again, I understand. And track, it should only go around. It should be an oval. But if you want to grow any business, you have to continue to improve on it. And it's only one race. You're still going to have the other 30 races, you know, that'll be more tra- traditional. You'll still have a few more uh, road races. But, hey, here's one that they'll do in the street. And I think it's 12 turns. So, obviously, they won't get up to, you know, 180 or 90 miles an hour. But it, I think they saw uh, this season at the beginning with the exhibition that was out at the Coliseum, and they were like, look how many eyes I was just came about to, to this. I was just about to say say, say, yep. say to you that. Like, they've they've done some things. They've attracted some different – I mean, you got different minorities coming in, too. So you got people like right. Bill that owns cars. You got um, – I mean, people know Jordan, but I don't think people realize um, Dallas Cowboy. Emmett Smith uh, is part of a team, ownership into a team. There's a couple mm-hmm. other guys, you know, f- athletes from other sports that own that own uh, some racing teams now. Brad so, Dort has been around it for years. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, listen, and they're looking at what Formula One is doing. Mm-hmm. So you know, and Formula One has made has I think now are, are have a lot of races set up here in North America, Vegas, Miami, and somewhere else. I think over the next couple of years that they have. Yeah. So you know you got. But somebody... see, Formula One is international. NASCAR is national. Well, so, like you were saying, so now, now that you know that NASCAR is national, how can we draw more eyes and let's be honest, more sponsorship, 
more money to this, more viewership. We gotta we gotta add at least one course that's gonna be uh, a, a street course. Na- NASCAR is not doing what the PGA is doing. They're not sticking their head in the in the in the sand and talking. About, I don't want to hear you. What NASCAR is looking at is hey. We got somebody coming, like you said, somebody international is about to be playing in our backyard for the next couple of years with this Formula One, you know, and and if they and if they do numbers over here, they're gonna stay in our backyard. So let's we better we gotta we gotta get change. some of this money. <laughs> so they were exactly. in they were in Miami in May, um, Montreal in June. Who uh Formula One Formula One. Yes. And then they're going to be in Austin, Texas in October. Oh, they in their backyards. Yeah. Miami's their backyard. That's where Daytona 500 is at, right? Austin, Texas. Yeah. Uh, Texas is their backyard. That's where, um, uh, no, I can't. Texas Motor Speedway, you know, is a big race. So, Montreal. So, listen, they come here. They do numbers over and, here. And they're going to be in Mexico City. I know. Like I said, so, not there yet. But. But, you know, but this is North America. They're yeah. they playing around in your backyard now. So, you <laughs> You, you, you got to start doing something differently if you want to, you know, have people, like, like you're saying, Don, have people come and enjoy your sport as well. Yeah. You got to open it up. So, And that's the thing. It's not like this is a, um, like, we'll say, like five or six races. It's only one race, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, so, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But it, 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 it contributes to everything. So if I, if I get people that will watch that one race, then they might wind up watching – Three or four exactly, but if they don't watch the one, they're never going to watch one at all. So, right, it, exactly, it, it, it makes sense. So, speaking of schedule, all it takes is getting out, all it takes is for one person to get out there and say, Oh man, that was exciting. I'm gonna be now, back. I'm going to watch, yeah, and I'm gonna be back, yeah. you know, to, it, right, yeah. So, you know, we've seen it here in Atlanta at the Atlanta Motorsports, mm-hmm. um, yep, you know, they they have. They have reached out to the local celebs in all the sports. Mm-hmm. Falcons, Braves, Hawks. Dream. Dream. You know, they've reached mm-hmm. out to, you know, because they're trying to cross, mix their viewership. So, it makes sense. So, we said so we got five races left in the season. Yep. So yep, the, yep. This, this coming Sunday, you said Indianapolis, is the re- got to give these sponsors their money, Greg. Is the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard? Hey, look, all I see is NASCAR Cup Series at Indianapolis Road Course. <laughs> we got I didn't see any sponsors. Well, we got the sponsors, baby. <laughs> we got the sponsors. We got the sponsors. Come on, G. <laughs> Verizon 200 at the Brickyard is this coming Sunday. That's then, how they make their money. And then you got the Fire Keepers Casino 400. That's Michigan International Speedway. First uh, Sunday in August. And then uh, they're in Richmond at the Richmond Raceway. August the fourteenth at the Federated Auto Parts four hundred. They, they end at Watkins Glen, I want to say. Uh, close. Uh, no, nope. the last one is at Daytona. Yep, you're you're a week That's ahead. It? Okay, you're okay. a week ahead. Okay. August twenty first okay. is Watkins Glen International. Go bowling at then, the Glen. Right. And right. And then Coke Zero Sugar four hundred is Daytona International Speedway, where the season ends August twenty seventh. And then the playoffs kick off in Darlington. Which is in South Carolina, Darlington Raceway, Cookout Southern Five Hundred. So, those are the next five, and we're giving you one extra for when the playoffs kick in mm. next for their their schedule. Speaking of putting your head in the sands, gonna go to your neck of the woods, Don. PGA. Yes, sir. Oh, we got time slot. 
Top of the hour, my bad. You got a new drive over here. I apologize. Top of the hour. This is DNA Sports <laughs> Talk. We'll be right back. You're tuned into WWE Hinkville. AM 1100. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book. Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson. Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey. I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com Join me for a minute. I want you to hear something. Sports talk it is. Welcome! You're listening to the Sports Shock Show, and I'm the Sports Shock Wayne Candy. The three-point conversion sports lounge, and I'm your host, Mr. Controversy. Hello, and welcome to DNA Sports. I'll just down to D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. It's... Sports Round Table. I am your humble host, H.O. Download the Real 1100 app from your Google Play or Apple App Store today. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. What's going on, y'all? We're back. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. This is Don of D and DNA. And we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. So we came back. I was speaking bad about your PGA people sticking their head in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> now, why do you automatically assume I'm with the PGA on this? I don't know, man. Listen, you know, hey, you got me with Joe Gibbs, but I am with Joe Gibbs. <laughs> I figure, I figure when it comes to golfing, you might be, you know, you might be a traditionalist. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> I'm on, I'm on both sides, honestly. I'm a, I'm a true politician on this one. I'm on both sides on this one. Hey, listen, give me, show me that money. <laughs> but uh, they were in Minnesota uh, over the weekend at the 3M Open, and that's when Tony Finau won. He shot a 17 over. Uh, for the tournament to win, and he shot a, a final round four under uh, to win by three strokes. So congratulations to him. So after this coming weekend, 
they're still in the area, so to speak. They'll be at the Detroit um, Golf Club for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And then the following week, we have four straight weeks to playoffs. Uh, the Wyndham Championship, top 125. FedEx in Memphis takes the top 100 in the world. The BMW in um, Delaware takes the top uh, 75. And then the Tour Championship, home of uh, Atlanta at Eastlake, is the top 30. Okay. So these playoffs, this is all for them to, to determine a couple of things, right? I'm, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. you know, who wins that grand prize at the end of the year, right? In reference to Correct. the, um, the Cups, uh, the annuity, the 10 million annuity. Yep. Uh, it's uh, up to 15, was it 15 or 17 million now? Okay. You know, but, we got, we're inflation, man. We're in inflation. Oh, yeah, I need that 3%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then also though don't these numbers these playoff points count toward who gets on like the Ryder Cup or exactly okay mm-hmm. hey you better watch out Don I'm about to, about to be a problem I see you I about, see you about to take I see segment you. over <laughs> but, uh, but yeah so okay so it's not just it's 15 million I look it's 15 million now okay so you got the annuity on the the, the annuity but then you also got Ryder Cup points um uh at stake as well as far as being invited to, you know, for those who don't know the Ryder Cup is, they play against the European uh, group mm-hmm. once every four years. So uh, every other year. Oh, every, every, okay, every other year. Okay, so so uh, any surprises with the three M Open? Uh, no, not really. I, I don't think so. Um, um yeah. <sighs> I think most guys, and you've uh, alluded to this with the live, there's so many players rumored to be joining and some who have joined. So it's kind of throwing off the standings as to the FedEx Cup. Um, Scotty Scheffler leaves, but two is Cameron Smith, and he's the one that just won the the Open, uh, also from Australia, just like – President and CEO Greg Norman of Livia. So he's supposedly joining Liv. So does that now he would be removed from number two? And now Burns moves up to three and um, Xander Shoffley moves up. You know, so it's a lot of influx going on based on players choosing to be in the um, P- being on the PGA side or not. So here's the, here's the issue. I won't call it a problem for the PGA. I'm going to call it an issue. This depends on how they handle it. Here's the problem. The average person don't know none of these jokers that's on this list. And so they got to do something to get some of these individuals to be, I mean, obviously winning makes you a household name, but also right, right. Some additional kind of marketing. I don't know to get some of these guys to become more known um, by name, you, you know, yeah. Uh, because what's happening, like, I, I mean, I'm a, I don't, I don't watch golf all the time. Granted, we, you know, we in the sports business, but, there are certain names when you say, you know, if you say, uh, um, what's uh, Roy? Roy, everybody yeah. knows him. You know, you know Roy. You, you know, there's a couple of guys. Uh, Dustin Johnson. We we, mm-hmm. we know him. Now, granted, these guys. Now, Roy hasn't won in a while, but you know, you know, last year or two years ago, John, Johnson had a great year. Uh, um, Bruce Kepka. You know his name. Yeah. So. Um, PJ might need to start doing something. Granted, you want to put, you want to highlight the winners, but they might need to start doing a little bit more for those top five guys that finish top five, so they become more of a, 
you know, more of a, a household name or, you know, you call it what you want to call it, but if you prop them up a little bit, maybe people take a little bit more interest in them. Because now if your true number two guy or true number three guy is going over it's to gone. live, so mm-hmm. who's going to replace him? And if you haven't done anything, I'm going to almost do it like in baseball. If you haven't set your farm system up, you're going to have a problem if someone gets hurt, right? Yeah. So I think PGA is having that same issue right now. If you're going to have some of your star guys go to live, the people who are going to be winning aren't known. And so what are you doing to make those names more of a household? A household? Well, yeah, I agree. And the other thing, too, is you got to have the guys who are known to win. So, again, when they start the playoffs, to get to the next round is the top 125. So outside of the top 25 right now is Jason Day. He's 127. Rickley Fowler, who's 132. Paul Casey, 135. You know, so those yeah. are names know. you've heard before. Yeah. Okay. So they have to get into that. And then, again, the next step is to make the top 70. So you got Adam Scott, who's 77. You know, um, uh, who's the other? Justin Rose who's 93rd. These are golfers who have a couple of majors who are known. You have to play better and have better rounds to, you know, move on to the next round so you can be highlighted. Okay. Okay. All right. Like I said, I I don't want to call it a a bad pro. I think think for golfers, they look at it, these issues are something they can, they can, uh, they play it right. They can benefit off of it. But right now, they just seem to be sticking their head in the dirt. And, now, and saying nah, 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 nah. <laughs> right. Now, one of the issues is my cousin, Henrik Stenson, has gone over to live. And the Ryder Cup, for he was the captain for the Europe Ryder Cup. And now they've basically kicked him off. So at this point, it's like, okay, who's going to be the captain for the European team? And this... The, the tough part for this is the Europeans always took the Ryder Cup more serious than the Americans. Not saying Americans didn't, but the Ryder Cup literally meant everything yeah. to the European players, like an Ian Poulter, like a Sergio Light. They could be having horrible years, but when it came to Ryder Cup time, it's like, you know, <laughs> they they could play better than Tyler Wood uh, in a Ryder uh, Cup format. Auburn, Auburn beating Alabama in a bad year. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, because it doesn't matter about records. It doesn't matter how you. If for whatever reason they just enjoy it, so I'm starting to wonder: Are the European players starting to take the? Are they starting to not? Do they not care about the Ryder Cup anymore? Because I looked it up. So the ones who automatically qualify for the Ryder Cup so far: are Rory, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, Hovland, Thomas Peters, John Rahm. Uh, Seamus Power, Shane Lowry, and Tommy Fleetwood. So, again, Captain Henrik Stinson is out because he went to live. He probably would have picked Ian Poulter, but he can't because he's in live. Paul Casey is in live. Sergio Garcia is in live. So, you know, what Don, kind they, of team Don, Don, are they, they sending? Don, they care about the Ryder Cup, but I got $10 million more million not to care. Wow. Really? That's what you, that's what it is, huh? What else? What else could it be? I, I understand. So, <laughs> so to that point, um, the total purse for the 3M Open that was just played was a little under eight, and I think when they go to Detroit, it's about eight and a half. These guys are getting that 
you know, three times that just to show up. And then, and the total purses has to be split between everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For one tournament. I, I, I don't know. But you look at the, so if you look at the, um, the U.S. side, Zach Johnson is the captain for the Ryder Cup. You still got um, Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, Jason, Justin Thomas, Will Zalatoris. All of those are in. Now, the captain's pick could be Jordan Spieth, Colin Marikawa, but you can't have Bryson DeChambeau. You can't have Patrick Reed. You can't have Bruce Kepty. You can't have Dustin Johnson. Well, now that sounds like you got more of an even playing field going into the Ryder Cup. I, I, but again, I get it from the American standpoint because you go in to win. I, you know, I'm not saying that they don't care, but the Europeans took it so serious that it's surprising that they have, you know, as many players not, they won't have as many players that are top names in the Ryder Cup like they normally do. Well, what's, what's more embarrassing than, let's just say, if, if the Europeans take it as serious as, they, as, as you say they take it, those lower-tier guys come in and still win. Mm. Yeah. If they say, you know what, we're going to hand it off to the young, to the young bucks. Uh, yeah, but this is, you, you know as well as I do, this is a robbery, like you said. Oh, yeah, it's, on the, it. it's on the level of Auburn, Alabama. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it ain't quite that, but to give people a, uh, an idea, it's on a, it's, it's a Michigan-Ohio State. Yeah. It's a Yankees-Red Sox. It's, you know, it's a bit of robbery. Yeah, now, the, you have respect for the person yeah, the rule, that you're going the, against, but... The rules yeah. change. You can yell a little bit more. You can... Do, yeah. Yeah, you know, you... Get a little bit rowdy for a golfing perspective as far as the noise and all that kind of stuff that can go on on the course and whatnot. I don't know. Right. I, just, I just think right now, Liv just puts, puts so much money out there. It doesn't matter what your perspective is if, you know, you're going to take it. Mm. Now, like I said, I, I can be a politician on this. I understand the player side of, hey, let me get my guaranteed money up front, you know, but the other part of it is like, I would want to be part of the Ryder Cup. I want to be part of the FedEx. You know, I don't want to miss out on, on that piece as well. And that's something that again, the PGA and live have to, to talk about or, or PGA could be to your point, head in the sand or just plant a flag in the ground and say, look, we're standing on this. Yeah. And, <clears throat> I think right now the PGA has put a flag in the ground, but I think that they put it in a soft ground. I think soft it, ground, I think yeah. It could be right. it could be pulled up, um, yeah. Uh, and so the the rolling of the dice that Liv is playing is at some point they got to start having some exciting tournaments, and guys got to be able to start shooting low numbers. You know, mm-hmm. most of the numbers that are coming out of the Liv, these guys are shooting high, you know, high numbers. So it's not basically it's not. It's not good golf going on right now. So Right, yeah. Um, so, you know, but uh, it's oil money, so they can sustain this a little bit longer than maybe some other uh, some other entities when it comes to what they're paying or how they set the um, they set the baseline as far as, you know, to your point, guaranteed money to the players. And that's that's where um, I think PGA is gonna have to at some point, you know, like I said, they got a stake in the ground right now. But is I think they'll, you know, after this season, they'll go to the drawing boards and kind of see what they need to do and kind of make some adjustments. 
So yeah, because the one reason why I, I say that because they at first they were like, if you leave the PGA, you ain't never coming back. And then, like, less right. than two weeks later, they were allowing those same guys to play in the PGA. You know what I mean? So, uh, so you know, it's 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 a it's a line drawn right now, but it could be easily erased. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Well, what's the next? You already named it, Rocket Mortgage Classic, so they're going to be in the Michigan area for a couple of weeks. Well, for the next for, four weeks, for, right? For next week. And then the playoffs start. Okay, so the playoffs start at the WIM Championship. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Got you. All right. Well, basketball. W-A-A. Hey, hey, hey. Home team. Oh, goodness. Boy, they do so good. And then. They did something that we thought they wasn't going to be able to do. And then turn around. They beat, they, right. They I'll beat Vegas in Vegas. And then you lose to L.A. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, that hurt. That hurt. Yep, I seen the score. I was like, oh, okay. Thought they gonna go on like a little winning streak. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, that, that didn't quite happen. No, no, no. So they were uh twelve and sixteen, fourth place in the Eastern Conference. Still a playoff team right now. Um, but it's it's on thin ice though. They they currently they are the eighth seed. Yeah, and they just a game and a half on the Liberty. Right. <laughs> Who are chomping at the bit. So it, it it's going to come down to these last few weeks. Um, the Chicago Sky have already clinched the playoff berth, and the uh, Vegas Aces both have clinched the playoff berth. And I think the Connecticut Sun, uh, one more win, I think they clinched. Yeah, they clinched a spot. That's in the so East. that's. That's all the top three teams that the um, the Dream would have to play if they got in. I, I ain't going to say if. When they get in, those are one of the top three teams they're going to have to play. Yeah, we're not worried. we didn't have them getting in the playoffs and making some noise. We just had them getting into the playoffs. Just getting in. And that, that's all they need to do. Yeah, especially uh, the first, first year. Exactly. Rookie uh, probably probably will be rookie of the year in uh, round. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. It's a good start to a new era. If they can make the playoffs, that'll be icing on the cake. Um, and they are home for the next two games. Next three games. Uh, yeah, next couple of games, they're at home. So hopefully some home cooking will do them some good. Yeah, we get a, a two-game winning streak. That'll definitely make that playoff push more of a reality than mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a pipe dream, as some would say. Um, Did you see the Mercury... Uh, Beat the um, the the um, Seattle Storm. So Sue Bird finishes with the twenty-five and twenty-one record uh, versus Diana Taurasi. So who you got? Who's your who? Who has a? So I've, I've been seeing this going around. Better career, uh, Sue Bird or Taurasi? I mean, who do you have? We. Uh, I got a this. The, this Sue is the, this, this the real goat argument right here. Right, <laughs> that's that's tough. I I mm, I'm gonna say Sue Bird. Um, who uh who has the most championships? Uh, is it Sue Bird? Well, I mean they equal when it comes to college. Um, they equal when it comes to uh Team USA uh Olympic wins. Um, you said the head to head now is uh uh Sue. Twenty five, twenty one. Uh, Sue Bird, Sue which Bird. is, I mean, 
That's close. No, no, I know, but I, I mean, that's when you got when you start talking about the goats. That's how you got to start splitting heads, right? So, and then, head to head, and then who has uh, and I said they equal in college college basketball championships. They equal in Olympic gold. Uh, head to head is uh, Subert. And Correct. Who has more WNBA championships? Uh, I think Sturt has four. She has four. Taraji has three. Three. Yeah, Subert has. Yeah, Subert has four. Okay. And I think Diana Taurasi has three. Yeah, she has three. So Subert got her the head to head and got her in championships. Then she's the goat. Right, because uh, Sue Bird was uh, a junior when Diana Taurasi came to UConn. If I'm right, okay. I think that's right. So, not bad. I mean, listen. because Sue Bird was part of that uh, undefeated team that won a national championship. Was that oh? Oh, and they just had a special. About oh they were talking to Gino Toretta about uh, Gino Ariano sorry not Gino Toretta that's football Gino Ariama about that team and I think that was oh one or oh two because he went two years in a row without losing right yeah yeah uh huh I think people going we we probably realize it now but we're going to realize we actually were watching John Wooden like you know, <laughs> we, we weren't old enough to like watch UCLA right but. Mm. You know what I mean? But we actually... Yeah, 2002, they went undefeated. Mm. And then 2003, they went 37-1, and one, but they still won the national the championship. They, still, they lost one game, yeah. right, but they still won the championship, right, right, so, right. So, you know, I mean, we, we're talking about were you alive doing John Wooden when UCLA was going, you know, seven years in a row, losing <laughs> once every 60 <laughs> days. <laughs> we kind of seen that in the modern era with, with UConn, and then his players wind up going and still winning championships like UCLA. You had Kareem and a couple other guys go to the next level and continue to win championships. So it wasn't like they were so good. They were just good in college. They were great, period. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but... But Di- Diana Taurasi does have more points. She's the all-time WNBA point leader. So that's the that builds up her case. So she's she the LeBron? She's a LeBron, right. Get out of my head. Points, dude. <laughs> yeah, she's a LeBron. We're the hardware, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, it's 4-3 as far as rings. And I, um, and unless Tarasi gets another one and ties her up at four. Ties her up at four, yeah. That would, yeah. Like I said, both of them have had great careers. This is this – is, this, this Man, gold I, I was going to say, like, what about gold medals? They they both got five. Well, so yeah, they both, right. got, <laughs> they both they got both, five. They both equal <laughs> right. when it comes to college. They both equal at yeah. gold medals. Uh, it's, it's WNBA is who got more championships and head-to-head. And they both, and thankfully, they both played in the same era. Yeah, yeah. When they both were, you know, yeah, there's no one was, uh, you know, so far right. ahead. Yeah. It was coming off, coming right. Know, on the decline of their career or whatever. No. So, um, great, you know, great career. I wish um, a little bit more TV time was, was, was you know, this is one of those things where you wish that game might have been uh, uh, a primetime game. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. ESPN would have picked it up prime time or something of that nature. I would have said ABC. Or ABC. I'd rather yeah, see ABC you, pick it you know, up. Two of the two of the greats going at it for possibly the last time, unless for the last time playing the mm-hmm. playoffs, or, you know, something of that nature. So, um, those are the things I think WNBA maybe be missing the mark sometimes when it comes to their sport and getting the viewership where it needs to be. You need to promote. Because they only come once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime, you're gonna have two greats that be like right. this. Right. You know, it, this is the this is the magic and bird without yeah. the the racial part of it. And yeah, yeah, but you know, or at a point in which the, the WNBA needed needs viewership, right? Yeah, they need, right. They need additional eyes, so I just this this should have been promoted a little bit a little bit more for the masses to see. Uh huh. WNBA, we we got two percent over here. Just just bring me and Don on. We got y'all. We got y'all. We got what's needed for you. We got it. Um, speaking of basketball, NBA. Yes, sir. Your boys' list went out. We were talking about it. Why you gotta be my boy? You see how you do? Why you gotta be my boy? Hey, I, t- I listen. I already took the heat. Go get racing. I already took the heat. You know what I mean? Oh, Your boy man. Nick Wright. Hey, my boy. He put out the 50 greatest NBA wow. players in the what, the last 50 years. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You got to you got to specify 50. that. Specify that in the last 50 years. That's why we the didn't prime this. of their career was in the last 50 years. Their prime. Well, I still stand by my Luca is sitting beyond here. Like, what well, we're talking about, like how like Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar Robertson yeah. aren't on the list because it's the last fifty years, right? Yeah. How do you, I mean? How do you feel about the list in general? Like, it's seventy-five years. We just did the whole seventy-five year anniversary. We just did the top seventy-five players of all time. How do you all of a sudden condense it down to 25 to the last 50? I would have been him to go there and really redo the top 75 and took some players off and put some players in would have been more of a discussion for me. <sighs> You're talking about a handful I, of players, though. Fine, get it right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, do you think the 75 top players were right? No, I don't. No, so I would I would have wished he had did that and got the seventy five right. Well, James like on his top fifty of the last fifty. Um, Bernard and, King was his fiftieth, right? Who was not on the top seventy five, and I don't. Which I don't have no problem with that. I don't have him problem having problem Bernard King top fifty. He I doesn't have, have Damian Lillard on here. And he made the top seventy five, but he doesn't have Lillard in his top fifty of the last fifty. So I, who who would you have taken out? Um, well, of well, the 50? well before I before I say that, specify. have they announced? Have they announced the top I, two? I would have taken Anthony Davis out. Like I've already said that Dwight Howard should have been on the top seventy five instead of Anthony Davis. So I would not have had um, Anthony Davis in the top fifty. I'm with you. No, so he has not a- announced the last two, but what's probably left is Kareem and and Ryan. Jordan. Well, I mean so, LeBron, right? Because Jordan was three on his yeah, list. Yeah, Jordan's three on his list. LeBron's going to be one. Actually, you might have LeBron two and have Kareem one because LeBron hasn't passed Kareem. In um, or he's going to he wait might. until LeBron breaks the record 
and gonna, then he'll put okay. number one. You're not going to wait for this list until December to finish it off? Okay, so here's my problem with Nick Wright. Uh, somebody had posted a picture uh, <laughs> a, a couple of months ago where he had Jordan 1, LeBron 2, Magic 3, Kareem 4, Bill Russell 5. So what's, who's, who's played more games? <laughs> Has Michael played more games? Has Magic played any more games? Has Kareem played any more games? Like, I can understand you moving LeBron up because he's done, you know, you've seen more from him. Yes. But none of the other players have played in the last 30 years. So how all of a sudden that's changed? Uh, listen, it's because his narrative is he wants to make LeBron one. It's always been his narrative. He's that's what okay, this was but, leading to. Yeah, his, his narrative is, the, and I'm surprised he had the golf to knock Jordan down to three. Right. But uh, I feel like that was more of the get out, like, is to do what we're doing right now, having a discussion about it. I don't think uh, I don't think he believes in his heart and heart, Jordan's three. No, because before he had him one. So like you don't jump. Okay, so yeah. if you had Le, if you had Jordan one and LeBron two, and you flip flopped him because now he's broke the title or whatever, I get that. Yeah. But to drop him all the way down to three when you had him one, no. So he he he, he doing what the uh, NCAA be doing when it's time for uh, filling out the playoffs in the, right. the football. <laughs> he had Rick. You had Rick Barry twenty six. Rick so, Barry. So yes. over Dominique. Over Dominique. I, I, yeah, I don't like where Dominique is at on here. So here's what over I would, AI Rick Barry over AI. Well, I wouldn't have Rick Barry on. Period. So Rick Barry would be off. I, hey, wait, well, hold on. Why not? Why'd you take Rick Barry completely off? Well, let me tell you who I'm taking everybody off, and then you'll understand where I'm coming from. Rick Barry's off. Tell He's me one an thing. MVP. He's one of the top 15 scorers of all time. He got a championship. He had, he had the he had one of the he had the highest scoring average in the finals until Jordan broke it. Okay then, you, you convinced me that he's but where is he at? He's number twenty six. He's he's halfway. no he's halfway there. Okay, I'll leave him there. Since you so hey fine, I like this. I'm gonna see I'm taking off. You convinced me to put him back on. He's back on. I'm I'm definitely taking off uh, Luca. Yeah, I'm taking Luca off. He ain't done enough. I'm taking Bill Walton off. I'd take Bill Walton off all list. I, I would have yeah, I, I I taken him off I all feel, the list. I feel like Bill Walton gets credit for what he did in college, not what he did in the league. But and he only, <sighs> and he only did it for one year because he was he had he had the worst feet when he was in Boston, but he was on an All Star team. Well, well, look at they, they, they won it. He won, won a champ, He won a championship. In the next year, he won the MVP, but he only played 50 games. Right, and he had foot problems for the next ten years. Yes. So I'm taking Bill Walton off. I, like he's a lovable guy, but you know what? We're I really talking about Rick, four or five good years. Yeah, I, I give I give Nick Wright this much credit. He made people look up who Tiny Archibald was, Sidney Moncrief. Uh, yeah, people forgot Sydney. George Gervin, Elvin Hayes, players you don't normally talk about. By having them in there, it's like why is that person in there? Like we were talking about Rick Barry. Those other players, like, why are they in there? So then you go and look up their stats and you pay homage to them. Yeah. Bill Walton's off. Anthony Davis is off. Um, Luca. Luca's off. Luca. So that's three. Um, I'm almost, I'm almost wanting to put the Greek freak. Kawhi? I want the Greek freak bring off too. Or take him off? Or bring him lower. No, no, no. He's number 14. Okay, I, Is that too high? Yeah. Maybe 20. But, Man, he, but I, his, I, the I, last 
five years have been. I, I get you've been incredible, and I'm not taking yeah. them off. Not taking them off. I just feel like he should be. No, low. don't take them off. The reason why I feel no, like he no, should no, be no, lower no, no. because I got to get Dominique higher. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, it's I, it's tough to to bring up to to move Dominique up ahead of guys who have. I mean, well, you could bring him up and bring someone like Steve Nash down. Yes, I know he has two MVPs. But two MVPs, right? Yeah, it's hard to. It's not too far. Um, I like. I like to see Worthy higher. Worthy could be big, higher. Big game, James. But uh, Bob Magnabue can drop some. I know why he's on there, but he could drop some. He could, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Iverson might be too low. Yeah, thirty. Oh yeah, he need to be higher than that. Well, here's another question though. We take Bill Walton off. We take Anthony Chris Davis Paul off. Chris Paul might be too high. We take uh, we take Luca okay. off. That's three. Who do we replace him with? Now, the ones he was saying like just missed his list were like Damian Lillard, Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill. Um, Grant Hill should miss the list by a whole lot. But anyway, I, I digress. Let's see if I can find who was just. Uh, that's T Mac should be on there. Yeah. T Mac should be on there. And and I and, and Grant Hill was injured too much in his career to be anybody's top whatever. Like you can't play. The talent any- was there. He Grant Hill is what Brandon Roy like all the talent, but couldn't stay healthy. Yeah, uh, Tony Parker just missed his list. Yeah, five uh, championships. Uh, probably yeah. on four of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like how you got Kawhi on there, but you don't have Tony Parker. Okay, because Kawhi were- won that championship in Toronto. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. These are so his, he got one, but Parker got five. I know. I get it. But I'm saying Kawhi's on there. The same reason why we got Bill Walton on there. Bill Walton won one in Portland too. These are you know his, what I mean. You okay. win once. You win one where you like nobody's won one ever since. That kind of. These are his <laughs> ten honorable mentions: Wes Unseld, Dave Cowens, Adrian Dantley, Alex English, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Tracy McGrady, Pete Maravich. Oh, that's easy. Damian so, Lillard, Nicole Jokic. I have no problem taking Anthony Davis off and putting on us, uh, 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 Bob on here. Especially Bob that, Cousy or Pete Maravich? No, which one? I'm, no, I'm talking about uh, I would say Silas. Last fifty years. Last fifty years. Yeah, last fifty years. You just said he had Silas as honorable mention, right? Paul Pierce. No, Silas. Not Paul. He did not Paul Silas. Who was the first guy you mentioned? First I said was Wes Unsell. My bad, Unsell. I have no problem taking Davis off and putting Unsell on. Longer body of work. Yeah. Who's next? I had no problem putting Pierce on. Pierce and Luca the same player. Luca just Luca just sniffed just sniffed the Western Conference Championship. Pierce has a ring. He has Pierce uh, in his honorable mention. But Pierce should be on the list. Forty nine, but mm. he should be on the list. He got Luca at what? Twenty five. Twenty. No, he got Luca. Yeah, Luca at twenty. At twenty. No way. If Luca's on, he's at fifty. But those honorable mention, I'm putting side. I'm putting. I'm putting. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Unsold. You, there's no way you could have Luca over Chris Paul. I'm just going by the list that he has right here. Over Chris Paul, Garnett, Dave Robinson, John Stockton, or James Harden. Uh, we're talking about, four, and this was during the fourth season. So we're talking about three and a half seasons of play. Yeah. No. Not saying that Luca won't ever get to that, but no, not right now. Not right and now. It, it, and some people might say that it's the uh 
the list might look bad in the next five years. Like just how Shaq was on the 50 list purely based on his Orlando years. Yeah. He was put on the on the uh, the 50 players list, but mm-hmm. it was going to look bad in the, in the next few years with him not on it. So he was put on for that reason. But that's why I think that's why Luca's on the list. But him being ranked 20. Yeah, I, I too yeah, too high. Way too high. Ray Allen. It doesn't, didn't his record for most three pointers just get broken? Yes. Yeah, this season by so, Steph. Right. So how is he not on this list? Like I like again. Right. When you have a, a record in something, you should be on the list. Whether it's but most points, he was most never, assists, They say he was whatever. never an MVP candidate and he never made first team all NBA. But here's the thing, again, most Luke has points, done it three times. Most assists, most rebounds. Like, if you have the most in NBA history, you have to be on the list. If that's the case, then I'd rather I'd still rather Ray over over Bill Walton. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Just, who else? Who else we got in the honorable mention? Uh, let's go back to the top. Dave Cowens, Celtics, seventies, one two championships at least. He won an MVP that he. It probably should have went to Kareem, but I think people were just tired of voting for Kareem at the time. <laughs> um, Adrian Dantley. Oh, Dantley. Dantley made the bad boy. Like, he was the final piece. He was like Johnny Gill to New Edition. But he. But then they traded him for Mark Aguirre. Right. Then they wanted to trade him. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. I had it reverse. Nice. Uh, Dantley used to, rub the, used to rub the ball skin off, didn't he? <laughs> yep. <laughs> They changed, they, they changed flicked, the rule partly because of him. Up there. Um, Alex English. Um, Alex English was a bad guy. He could yeah. shoot lights out. Again, I would take him off. I would. Uh, who, who's my four? I'm taking off. You convinced me to keep Rick Barry on. Not a problem. You you said Anthony Luca. Davis got to go. You said Luca, Luca, Anthony Davis, Bill Walton, Bill Walton. I had I had four people when we were chatting about this. Uh, Did you say Kawhi? Well, we just said Kawhi now, but Kawhi got two rings. Um, McAdoo. No, nah, I keep McAdoo. I said McAdoo will come down. <laughs> my, my my three for sure. I might have mentioned four, but my th- my four would have been Rick Barry. But you convinced me to keep Rick Barry. But I'm definitely taking Luca off this list because longevity hasn't done done it long enough for me. I'm definitely taking Anthony Davis off again. Longevity, he stays hurt. If you put oh. Luca on, you gotta put you gotta put Penny on there. Yeah, yeah. So, um mm. and then I'm definitely taking Bill Walton off. Like I said, just I mean, short I mean, actually, I wouldn't have a problem if somebody said they want to take Kawhi off. I look at Kawhi almost in this list as Bill Walton. He stay hurt. Kawhi ain't played in two years. Like we give Bill Simmons a bunch of headache. Kawhi ain't played in two years. We don't know why he's hurt. We forget what <sighs> a lot of people probably don't probably feel like they haven't seen him play since he Tor- won that championship. I mean, in Toronto. I mean, he said he, he said he has a torn ACL, right? ACL guys come back in nine he, months. He's been gone for 15 years. <laughs> well, if you well count and when he got hurt, then we're talking about 15 months. I can't have you on a top yeah. 50 list with with you. And this is his second time doing this. Uh, now, you said that it, he didn't put English on there because uh, all he did was score. 
He didn't do anything else. <laughs> uh, that's that. That's that. That's he must. He must have talked to some uh, the old the the first Atlanta Hawks uh, GMs and scouts because that's the reason that they gave to trade and Dominique. Yo, do nothing else. All you do is score. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has Paul Pierce in our mention. He didn't make it because yeah, he won a Finals MVP, but he wasn't the best player on that team. Uh, he was only uh, All NBA first or second team once, and he was probably their third best player and the man on got that a championship. And team. the man got a nickname called the Truth. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, he didn't put on Tracy McGrady. Um, lack of playoff success, and it's so he said his lack of playoff success is so glaring compared to the guys that made this list that I think he was a fair omission from my list and a fair omission from the NBA's list. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on tight to that lack of playoff. How many times Dominique made it past second round? Uh, I don't think he ever twice? did. I, I think, think he made the conference finals once. No, I don't, never I don't think he ever did. He never did. He never did. So, again, we putting Luka in here because he just made a conference final. Cause but this was before. this he, list, he was put on the list before the playoffs. So, yeah, <laughs> I, again, I... Dominique needs to be higher. McGrady needs to be on there. We found we found three guys that we could take off and put on. We all in okay. agree Luca come off. We all agree Bill uh, Walton comes off. He he had in his honorable mention he had Pete Maravich. Um, even though he was on the 50th anniversary team uh, and the 75, he said there was no winning, no winning whatsoever, and he only played 10 years. But some of his arguments mm. for not putting people on his list is some of the reason why he shouldn't have the guys that are on the list. Again, he did a great job of making sure people talk about it. Uh, and then yeah. he said, uh, then with Damian Lillard, uh, he hasn't done it long enough. But you have Luca. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why that whole list is trash. Yeah, yeah. When you start, so anyway. Hey, look. Will you? Will you? Hey. You remember when you used to turn in your schoolwork and the teacher started crossing out stuff and then crossing out that and then cross? Well, she she gave it back to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, we didn't cross off too many things on here, so we just got to give it back to him and say, "Do it over." Do it over. I was like, he should have done. Do 70, over. Do it all over. Seventy-five and got the seventy-five right, and we would have been would have been much and happier. He uses this same reasoning for Jokic. He said, "If the world stopped today, he does not have the resume of other guys that make the list." He has two MVPs. He won the last two MVPs. <laughs> he said, "The last four years Trash. have been spectacular." You just put Luke on the list <laughs> for four years of work, and you got Bill Walton on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trash. Get back to him. Get the list back to him. Tell him do it over. He's gonna have a lot of red on his, a <laughs> lot of red on his ledger. <laughs> hey, what you think about uh, the supposed uh, KD to Boston? For... Oh, so I just I just read that talking about Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, um, Derek White, Derek White, right? Uh, and they want Marcus Smart. They want Marcus Smart in the yeah. first round. It would have been like four first round picks. Uh, two, two okay, or, yeah, four first round picks. Boston said no. No, no, no. Uh, uh, yeah, the Nets said no. The Nets said no. The Nets said no because what? They didn't get. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart wasn't part of it. 
Katie and and uh, Tatum. Tatum. It'd be Tatum and Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon, who's there now. And you got De- uh, Williams. Both Williams guys are there. Uh, you know what? Uh, if, you if, got if, Gallinari. If, Gallinari is there, so you got a shooter. If I'm boss, then I make that trade. I said smart. You throw Marcus Smart I in there? I throw Smart in there. Okay. You, so you telling me? You telling me right now? You tell me right now with all all things equal is Smart Brown together better than Katie? Smart Brown no. and Derek White and Derek White. Derek White can't shoot. Well, he tried to shoot. <laughs> he can. Uh, See, the, I, he's, the, he's so- the pressure got too big for him in the, in in the Southern games, but he can shoot. Yeah. Based on what I, if I'm Boston, I do that. If yeah. I'm Boston, I pull I'm Boston, that. I do it. Because I, mean, I got think about it. My point guard is Malcolm. Yes. My two is um, Tatum. My three is Durant, or however you want to do it. You got to. Um, what's the center? Then Williams what's, is the four. Williams at the four, and then the other Williams at the five. Yeah. And still, Gallinari is the sixth man. Yeah, I make that. I make. I make that. I, I pull that trigger. I throw smart in. I like you smart. Thank you. But I, I throw. I throw that in there. Yeah. Okay, it would have been Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a draft pick. I don't know if it. It probably yeah, it, it would have been it was at least just two. one draft pick at first, just one first rounder. It would have been at least at least two. And someone suggested that Phoenix go all in and give them uh, Bridges, Johns, Cam Johnson, Crowder. That's uh, the whole team. Another player. That's the whole team. And. Four first round picks. That's the equivalent of Minnesota a pick Vikings. Swap and seven second round picks. That's the equivalent of what the Minnesota Vikings did with your Cowboys to get uh, Herschel Walker. Walker. No, I don't do it by Phoenix. But this deal that Boston, if I gotta throw in one more player, I throw in smart. Mm. Because the other uh, the other thing is with this with this trade, we still I still believe that that Tatum and, and Brown can't coexist. So, uh, well, they tried it for how long now? Four, Four years? years. But, but part of me, if I'm a GM at Boston, is like I get, they got their first taste. They didn't have the experience that the Warriors had, and this show because all the games were lost on turnovers. That's something you can fix on a team for the following year. Well, you get a point guard. You get a point guard. You fix. and Malcolm. That's what Malcolm is there now. Yeah. So you run it back. You run it back and see what happens. Now, if they don't do it next year, then you break it up. Oh, do you pull that trigger in the middle? Do you pull that trigger after in the middle Austin? of the year? In the middle of yeah, the year? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You you should be able to tell by the end if they've learned. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't. Because I I still don't think no one's gonna no one's gonna run at no one's gonna run at Durant Durant before the season. No, starts. it costs too much. It, it costs, costs too much. much. Like you just mentioned, what Phoenix got to do? That's the whole team. You might you. Yeah. You you stupid to do that. Yeah. So, but. If I know that this is on the table and the only person I need to add to this is smart or whoever is good, you know, or I might get a third I might get a third team to come in and 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 and, and the Nets get their picks the picks that they want. I make this deal if I'm Boston at the All Star break. Like you said, because then by then I know I know where we're at. So this is probably the yeah. most reasonable deal, the most makes the most sense deal. Um, but now the, the the flip side to this though is Don. 
you already know how sensitive KD is. Mm-hmm. Can he handle the Boston market? Boston? No. No. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. So, no. so, <laughs> so <laughs> to the no, no, no. <laughs> so if, if you're going to do this deal, if you're Boston, you got to win a championship these next year when you make this next deal. Next year. You got to win it. Yeah, the year yeah, you make this right. trade, you got to win it. The, the, yes, pre- yes. the pressure's on. And so that's the part that I don't think. But you, but you notice, though, he is good. Anywhere he go, he's good for at least two years. So he would be good for like a Kawhi. I go to Boston. I'm good that first year. And uh, you don't start seeing the cracks in the, in, in the persona until playoff time the following season. Yeah. But you might, not see it, you might not see it then if you win a championship because they'll give him a pass until the playoffs. So it'd be going into year three that you might start seeing him mindset change with the pressure and not liking whatever he doesn't like because he woke up this morning on the wrong side of the bed or whatever. So, but nah, that's possible. But I make this move after All Star. If I'm Boston and I'm sitting at four seed, and you you see that Brown and Tatum are still kind of having some of those issues, even with a point guard, then yeah, I pull the trigger. Would they have to be okay. struggling? Would they have to like if there's a two seed? Then do I you would, still try to make this no, trade? I don't. If but they, if they're if four, four or five in the East, I make this trade. Is there okay. anything because this this isn't like the NFL where a player can hold out if they're under contract? Yeah. How bad would it have to get for it for Brooklyn to get desperate to trade Kevin Durant? Because right now it's like you have four more years in the contract. I don't, I don't, we'll see you at practice. I don't think. I don't think Durant has that in him to sit out, and I don't think he has that in him to. Because again, I think he's a mama's boy, so he might pout in the off season. But when it's time to come to play, oh, he's play. Why are you gonna say, "Oh boy"? I just <laughs> his mama. Oh, go, boy. His mama go tell him go play. He go go play. Oh man, boy. Mm-hmm. And there was a part. I don't. I don't know if it was a real report or not because there are more of these. Uh, parody satire accounts popping up making their own uh their own news yeah um that Kyrie would want to stay in Brooklyn no matter what Kevin Durant what happens with Kevin Durant Kyrie playing for another hopefully big day so he got to he got to play his out they both got to play for different reasons i just i don't it it hurts it hurts Kevin Durant to if you if you seen what happened to Kyrie this year, but him not taking the vaccination shot, and him basically, that's basically sitting out, right? You seen what it happened to his his trade value. It really if he had played last year, I think LA would have pulled the trigger to get him this year. Mm. But because he had and he's done this over and over where he hasn't, you know, come to play and come to work basically, teams are like, you know what, I'm not giving you the money. Stay where you at. So he took he had to take you know, whatever the back channels were being said to him, got to him like, ain't nobody taking you, bro. <laughs> yeah. And so, I, but you know what? I, I do appreciate James Harden taking less money. What he took, two years, 68, so that yeah. they could put more people around him and Embiid. Yeah. I, I, I like what he did. Now, you know, part of that, I don't know if that's, uh, is that going to help bring him a championship? It could. It could, you know, bring the other pieces around. But 
at, at least he's saying, hey, let's at least try and get some help around so, both of us. So James Harden gets a bad rap because he's quit, right? He's quit two teams, but not, look when he's quit. He's quit. He quit on Houston after they could not get over the hump three years in a row. Well, th- yeah, and right. then they like started rebuilding, rebuilding, yeah, and, like, right, yeah. and, and, and felt like they could do it quickly. And yeah. then for the next, and year then he started. got rid of Brooklyn. He he left Brooklyn because now we see why he left Brooklyn. Because now we see why he left Brooklyn. He see, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. He was like, I, I came here because basically I came to Brooklyn because y'all y'all guys told me this is what we were going to do, and then when right. I got here, y'all lied. So yeah. Y'all not as close as y'all say y'all. I don't think mm. Kevin Durant and well and, after they traded Westbrook to bring in John Wall and they tried to make it seem like it was a good that was a good idea to Harden. Yeah, I, like, I mean I think he was he would be cool with playing with another point guard, but I don't think he wanted them to trade Russ. Well, let's be honest. Here's the thing too: Harden is getting up in age, and he's like, yeah. I used to put up 50 a night. I could do that, but now I'm trying to do like 30, yeah. you know, or a little less. Like, I don't want it to be all on me at yeah. this point yeah. in my age. And yeah. so let me, let me make a business decision. And yeah, to, to your point, when he went to Brooklyn, it was turning into all on him. And, yeah, or, on and, him. Yeah. Or Durant. He's like, that's not what I signed up and for. And with him, like, exactly. he was still an exactly. all-star player. Yeah. But they, they only no, played yeah, 11 games is. together. Yeah. But the whole right. environment. And then some of that's a... Some of that too is like, listen, because he he's quit on organizations, but he's never quit on coaches. So yeah. this mm-hmm. is this is Harden again. But he he quit on he quit on on Nash because Nash can't coach. <laughs> well, he I felt that it was more like he quit on Kyrie. Well, Kyrie quit on him. Yeah, he showed the play. <laughs> you know, there's a there's there's a there's a meme going out right now. This guy Sue and this girl took her on a date, spent eleven hundred dollars, and then she went home with she got the ex picked her up, and he's suing her now because he won his money back or at least half or whatever. That's how Harden felt. Like, listen, <laughs> you told me we were going to come here, and this is what we were, we were going to do, <laughs> and now right. it turned into just I. Or one, yeah. or, like I got to do the whole group project. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't supposed to be the point <laughs> yeah, guard. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to be the point guard. I was supposed to be the two guard, and that's what I trained for, and that's why I was going to the nightclubs at night because I knew I wasn't going to be the point guard. I was going to be the, the two. Right. Guard. But I and I, like I said, I also think that he was told that Kyrie, they would Kyrie and Durant were the best, the best of buzz. I, I I have my suspicions. They about had a that. good they had a good business relationship as far as they they were good coworkers. Exactly. Outside of coworkers, and, and 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 here's the thing though, you don't have to do anything except be good coworkers. Yeah, until Kyrie decided not to come to work. Oh wow, wow! He could have clocked in for that man. <laughs> it was his birthday though. <laughs> <laughs> So Kyrie told him, "Hey man, clock in for me. I'm, I'm running late. Clock in for me." So I think I think Durant realizes that you know what I can't play that card that Kyrie played because that's going to ruin me down the line. So he's going to he's going to play the season. He's going to show up. He's going to play, and then you know, then if he's having a good season, that makes the trade even more palatable for say Boston to give Smart up. You know. If, by All Star weekend or week or whatever, Durant's averaging his normal what, 24, 23, mm-hmm. you know, twenty three a game. You know, he's having his regular season that he normally has. 
you know, or he's he's higher than that. Let's say he's 26, 27 mm. a game. I have Man. no problem throwing Smart in there into the mix. Yeah. I, I'm glad um, you talked about Phoenix um, being part of a trade. I'm glad to see Money Williams get his extension. Yeah, yeah. He exactly. had a couple of years left, and they got him five more years. Should have been two years. Should have been back-to-back coach, coach of the, of the year. year. Yeah. Coach of the year, yeah. And then uh, – and. I, no one probably has them making the um, NBA Finals run this year, but I think I think they play better when they're the underdog. Right. Yeah. Or, or I, I think people underdog, are leery on it because there might still be a big roster change coming, whether they go after Durant or they still end up trading DeAndre Ayton anyway. It won't be till January, but but yeah, they could so, still trade him. So where, where, where do you think, Don? Where do you think uh, my man in Utah winds up at? Nice. I, I read like I don't five, know. I read like five people on the list. Yeah, the everybody's Hawks, trying to go after Donovan Mitchell, but I don't know. I've been hearing more of the Knicks. Like the the Knicks. Uh, well, the Hawks need to put John Collins back on the list because who fouls out at the Julie? I know him. Hey, but you know what? It was good to see him and Trey Young play together because everybody talks about, and I and I know that they they're they're two that are just Working they get on. along good as coworkers. So it was good to see some type of camaraderie outside of the basketball and practice for those two. But, yeah, how you fall out of a Drew League, bro? Come on. Collins, come on. Come on. It's a, it's, come at, on. At all, at any place to go to, especially after LeBron got there. The week after. Hey, you know what? They, hey, you know what the problem was? They didn't show up at the AEBL first. That's why they, he yeah, fouled out. Supposed to show up at the home crib first. You got to come home. Before right, you go yeah. to the west side, you're supposed to be right. right in the back door. The left side is the best side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of out of L.A., you saw my boy Rasheed Wallace. Oh, yeah. He's not, not going to be um, with Darvin Ham no more. Man, the Lakers may not make the playoffs. The Lakers, was there, right? was there, did, anything, did any reason come out why why he changed his mind? No. N- nothing has been said yet. Probably nothing has con- been said probably yet. Probably had a conversation with Anthony Davis. Hey, bro. And he's it, like, I it, tried to get Anthony Davis to work out, but like, he won't do it. <laughs> it's right, like, uh, yeah, I got to work out with Anthony Davis tomorrow, tomorrow at 9 o'clock. At like 9.01, he's not there. Like, I can't do this. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. All, all they're playing one-on-one, and Rasheed beat him 21-11. to <laughs> yeah, no, right? I can't, I can't play with this. He pulled a, he pulled a, he pulled a butler on him. <laughs> I can't coach this. Yeah, he this. <laughs> he's like, I'm old and I'm still beating you? Come on. Come on. So, I, I don't know. That's not, that's not a – some people say it's, it's, a, it's a good – well – it's mixed bag, right? Like it's it's a horrible way to kind of like, I mean, everything LA does is going to make the papers, right, and get talked about. But you already got coaches, and specifically, you were bringing on him to probably be the motivating for Anthony mm-hmm. Davis, and right, uh, right. that guy is gone. Who, who, or know. to just, get, or to at least get get the team to play defense. Yeah, that was one right. of their huge issues last year. Is that while they have the talent to play defense and the physical ability. Like, no one wanted to do it. Not even Anthony Davis, who should be right. uh, first-team all-defense every year. Yeah, yeah, Every year. But, I mean, hopefully it's – I mean, hopefully she – I don't know, maybe it's a family thing he had to take care of or whatever, you know. But I, I, I hope it's not something on the Lakers' part where he like, no, nah, I don't want to part something. I just about to say, I think he might have been able to look inside and see what was going on and be like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm not wanting to attach myself to this. <laughs> I'm going back to Memphis. I'm going back to <laughs> – 
I, I think it's the latter, dog. I think it's he, look, he got the people behind the veil. <laughs> he like, give me that orange mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, oh. it's going to be rough. We're going to see what the Lakers do. Hey, well, hey, man, you get safe getting back home. Yes, sir. Oh, one quick thing before we wrap up. I want to give a shout-out to the one-arm Emmanuel, uh, Hansel Emmanuel. He was uh, looking at Memphis, speaking of Memphis, Tennessee State, Bethune-Cookman, but he accepted a scholarship to play at Northwestern State in Louisiana. He's from uh, somewhere in Florida. I know he plays somewhere in Florida, but uh, he's the phenom that you know has taken over the world uh, by playing one-handed. So shout-out to him for accepting Northwestern State, which is a D1 school. Hey, so I, I've seen the highlights. It's amazing how he gets people on that side of his body that, you know, he doesn't have. Oh, and and they can't get to his dribbling hand. Like, right. Like, how, how, right. Like, you would think, like, how do you just go to the hand? He can't bring it back over. Right. I'm not making fun of this. He can't bring it back over, but he, yeah. he keeps them. He keeps oh, the dribble going. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. amazing. It is truly amazing. So, shout out to him. Yeah, you got, you know, mind over matter, right? You No matter what's put before you. So, he's definitely, like, we're going to put out there now. He's already going to be ESPN's Athlete of the Year. Oh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know, whatever mm-hmm. they have come out, he's going to, he's he's that person next year. Collegiate right. Athlete of the Year, whatever they do. Everything, everything. Yeah, yeah, because he's going to put up numbers. So, it's going to be great to watch. And that's a good look for the uh, for the school, too. He's going to have eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Well, hey, man, it's my turn to tell you. Tell them how yes, they can sir. find us. Uh, you got to say it where, man? You, DNA Sports Oh, yeah. my, oh, my you bad, my it. bad. You know what? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I'm Joe Gibb driving. I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Gibb is driving. My bad. Old man driving. Hey, how, how do you find us on DNA Sports Talk? On? <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> DNA Sports Talk on. Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on. Snapchat. Reach us at. Nah, DNA Sports Talk on Meta. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Reach us directly. Uh, DNA Sports Talk at gmail.com. And back here on Monday. Website. Dang, I'm missing it all. Hey, man. It's we all don't, good, man. We, we, don't, we don't never do this. We got to go back to the. I to know. The... I know. We got, we, <laughs> We'll be fixing this. We'll fix this out next week. DNAsportstalk.com. And Monday, 7 to 9, where? Uh, WWE, 1100 AM. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.